Welcome, beautiful friend, to the Beyond the Plate podcast, your weekly helping of honest talk where life and health collide and make up your wellness. Because let's face it, your whole life impacts your whole health. And yes, it starts with you. This podcast is for you if you have a hunger for spending more time feeling good, bettering your life, and benefiting those around you by living authentically. We'll ignite those inner desires and cover how to tune inward to gain confidence to nourish yourself beyond what's on your physical plate. Tune in to tap into your unique needs and abilities to allow the abundance to overflow. Make sure you add this podcast to your library so you always have the latest episode. I'm your host, Dawn Marie, and I am honored to be your wellness guide. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to season two. Season two. I cannot even believe that we are on season two. Like, if you would have asked me a couple years ago, oh, do you think you'll have a podcast? I was kind of like, meh, I don't know if it's for me, but um, I was definitely binging podcasts way before I ever wanted to have one. Um, I was probably binging them. I think when I was blogging as an outlet, it was a great thing to listen to. As I traveled, honestly, it was great. I was like, mm, I can multitask by having some personal development or entertainment. But let's be honest, I was just binging all the personal development, everything I could from like Jenna Kutcher, just to learn everything I needed to for business, for just myself. But mainly it was like, learn all the skills you need to be successful as an entrepreneur. I was just binging it all all of it. So when I started last year, I was like, "Hmm, I'm just going to go for it. And I didn't have um, fancy equipment and I still don't. (laughs) I did upgrade. Santa brought me some JBL um, AirPods. So I'm hoping the quality is great. I still don't have a fancy podcast studio, um, but I did upgrade to going downstairs, upgrade by going down. I don't know. It's totally an oxymoron, but I love it. Um, From going from my bedroom, sitting on my bed because that was a nice carpeted, comfy space um, to going down to Regan's room because let's be honest, as I've um, started the season off, I've been recording some amazing interviews that, um, I cannot wait to share with you. Actually one will air before this one, but, um, I've migrated down to Reagan's room cause she invited me in here, which was nice cause I didn't want to invade her space, but damn, this girl has got some lighting like crazy. It is awesome. Like she's got the led lights around her room. Um, I don't turn those on, but sometimes if she's here when I'm going to use it, like she preps my area for me. So it's almost like I have a podcast assistant. <laughs> it's so cute it makes her happy and it's just really fun to be able to walk in the space but on her vanity she has like these amazing lights so the lighting is way better even though I have no natural light in here um but it's still better than what my bedroom had and she's got a super comfy um big joe so from time to time you might hear me get squishy because then it's just perfect level for being on her vanity so Oh, I just kind of feel like um, rule life kind of fancy here. So, oh, I just got done with the workout, but I felt so compelled to share this with you. I wanted to hit record because as I'm recording this, I will have been, I, w- I am right now, a full-time entrepreneur. Like, I don't even think I've said that out loud, 
but I am a full-time entrepreneur. I have been for two and a half weeks at this point, and I made this decision after much deliberation and internal struggle to acknowledge what my gut and my intuition had been telling me for so long. It had been weighing on my heart, but I was still trying to get clarity. It took me years to come up with the clarity around like, really, what am I coaching people on? What is really my business? And finally, I realized it's not about something external. It's about me and what my desires are calling me to, what my personal strengths are, which I am a sucker for those things, like such a nerd about personality tests, not so much the Enneagram, to be honest. Um, I haven't really jived with that one, but um, finding your strengths, huge proponent to that. I will tag, um, I have a blog post about this on where you can find that and just answer all these questions and you can get like your top five or 10 personal strengths. And for so long, um, I did this in my corporate job. I needed it um, because then we all knew how we worked well together and what strengths each of us brought to our team. And I was like, developer, what in the literal, ugh, like, is that? Like, what is a developer? Like, developer of what? And I kept reading the description over and over. And through different leaders, they're like, mm, I see that in you. And I'm like, see what? Like, let me in on it. Because I have no freaking idea what you're telling me. Like, I thought my top one would be organization or structure or efficiency. Like, what the F is developer? Developer. And finally, like two years ago, I think it was COVID, I was having, um, of course, a Zoom um, call with my leader, because that was the only way we could really like communicate, right, was, and I was like telling her and finally like feeling confident enough to share that like, hey, on the side, I'm actually doing this health and wellness business. And I love it. Like, I don't know why I was scared to share that with anybody I worked with because it was not compromising any of my ethics. It was not like imposing on the time that they were paying me for. It was true passion thing that I was doing. Like, I just loved it. It was a passion project and I was starting to monetize from it and it lit me up and gave me energy. And I finally felt confident enough to share that. And my leader was like this you're stepping into what you're meant to be. Like, this is what we all see in you and you just didn't see in yourself yet. So as much as I was scared to have that conversation with her, like, what was that, three years ago, almost three years ago, she already saw it in me, which was so cool. And that's why it was such a tough decision to leave my corporate role. Um, I had battled back and forth on like, do I really want to leave the stability? You know, like looking up from the outside in, I had everything I wanted, you know, I could keep applying and try to strive to, you know, um, get promotions and take higher um, positions within my company. But finally, I was like, do I really want that? Is that really what I want anymore? Like I used to want that. So I really had to lean into my intuition. I journaled a lot. I prayed a lot. Like there were times in church that I even cried because the sermon like was speaking right to me right when I needed to hear it. And I kept holding that in like ashamed to share that with my husband or, you know, like when my kids, I would start to talk to about it more. Like someday when mommy leaves her job and can be home and work from home, like I never wanted to be a stay at home and there's nothing wrong with a stay at home. But like, I always have this sense of like accomplishment and achievement. So yes, in the Enneagram sense, I'm definitely one of those high achievers that I just strive for those things. And I just always want to be progressing and developing those around me. And so 
that's where I finally had to just be honest with myself of like, I just keep kicking the can down the road. Like I just get by or I'm get burnout in seasons because as a crop insurance agent, we have definite highs and lows and the ebbs and the flows of our year where there's like two to three month time increments that we are just so crazy busy connecting with our producers, which I love, but it's kind of hard to be running a family and helping a little bit on the farm, like mainly with meals. Like, let's be honest, I'm not a huge proponent to that, but I'm still a supporter to my husband. Like when he's gone, I'm everything to those girls. And then to also monetize a business, it was not working. Like I just was giving too many pieces in too many directions. And I had to listen to myself of listening to my own advice that multitasking doesn't work and multitasking with your energy doesn't work either. So that's where I also tie in my human design of I'm a generator. I generate the energy. I bring it. I have those things where I like have high ideas but I'm also a responder and an emotional intuition. So I sometimes have to just like wait for things to come to me, which they kept doing all these signs. Like I said, the sermons at church, the cards I would pull, the prompts in my journal, my um, uh, gratitude journal, all these things kept coming to me and people in my DMs like asking me questions. And it was just all aligning where I'm like, Dawn, it is literally not just like screaming from the inside out, it is like slapping me in the motherfucking face. Like, when are you going to listen? Like all the cards I would pull, all the questions I would, I would ask my deck, um, everything I would talk to with my mentor. Cause for the longest time I'm like, am I trying to force something that's not there? While we take a quick break from this episode, I have to ask, do you love washing dishes? <laughs> Said no one ever, right? So let's be honest and admit that we are likely the ones that do the majority of the dishes. Yeah, yes, and we also love our dishwasher, but there's always the water bottles and Ryan's coffee tumblers that just don't fit on that rack. Or let's be really real, sometimes those coffee tumblers take days to make it from his truck to the sinks. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> but with the Norwex and Viro sponges, it makes washing dishes a breeze. No lie, without having any of the sticky dish rag or sponge situation that no one wants to touch because then your hands stink. Ugh, it just grosses me out even talking about it. But with the Enviro sponge, simply add a drop of dishwater, dish soap to your dish water and you have a smooth and a scrub all in one sponge with anti-back properties so it doesn't stink. Huh, so many benefits right there. No stink and it makes it easier. Sign me up, right? I love these things. And my routine is to use them all week long, squeeze them out really good, let them dry on your sink or counter or however you wanna do it, just as long as you squeeze out all the water. And then all you have to do is toss them in the wash with a load of jeans and boom, they're good as new each and every week. No stink awesome. If you want to check out my favorite Norwex products, check the link in the show notes today. Am I just making something out of nothing? And I was like reflecting on this journey since I had cancer and it even goes before I had cancer. It was when I started having the desire once I had kids to start to run on a whim. Like, yes, it was scary as fuck when my friend, my best friend was like, Hey, we're going to sign up for the damn to damn. Um, what? Like that's in how many months? Like this was, I think in the spring, it was, it was, it was March 17th, St. Patty's day. 
and you know me, I have the worst memory in the world, but I remember this thinking, uh, Kate, what in the literal fuck? Like I've only ever ran three miles and I hate it. Like, yes, I would run three miles, but I hated it every time I would like hop off that treadmill or yep. As soon as I was done with three miles, it was like, yep, done turning around walking. You're not going to make me go any farther. So I'm like, why are we going to do this damn to damn? And damn to damn at the time was just under a half marathon and it was in Des Moines. So where she lived and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, you're going to kill me and, or I'm going to kill you. Like, why are we even signing up for this? And why am I saying yes to this? So then we signed up for a, um, a 10K. So that would be half. So it was 6.2 miles and I didn't hate it. Um, but before that I had to at least see if I could run six miles. And so that day on St. Patty's day, I ran from where we used to live almost like all gravel, almost to the highway. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't die. It was almost like once I broke through that barrier of three miles, I'm like, worst thing can happen. I call Ryan and he comes and picks me up or something, you know, like the worst thing I do is I quit. Like I'm not going to die from it. Like the worst thing I can do is quit or say it's not meant for me. Like I've tried it. It's not. But it was like I broke through that barrier after three miles and I kept going and I kept going and I just watched the miles like track up and at that point I shouldn't say I watched the miles because I don't think I even had like a Garmin watch or any kind of Fitbit type of thing telling me how far I was I just knew I had been past three miles so I'm like "Mm," and I think I ended up having I can't remember if I had him pick me up or not but I had never ran this far in our neighborhood on the gravel before and so I'm like you know what I did it like let's do this we're signing up for this um 10k and we signed up for the half marathon so I'm like worst thing is I'm out some money like I just won't show up for the damn to damn race like in May. It's always in May in the spring. And we did it. And so that's really what started my journey of knowing that when I lean into the uncomfortable moments, some incredible as shit, like, yes, this is starting to be like a little E-rated here, but it's true. Like, it's just amazing when we listen to our inner intuition as our guide, some amazing shit happens. And even if we fail, that is still a guidepost. It's when we can look in and say, did this work or not? So when I rein this back into what I wanted to share on here about my big news, because at this point, I only the people that have been in my inner circle have known sep- since September. So I gave more than the two weeks notice because I just need closure and that's just me. Um, I needed time to like process it. I needed time to say goodbye to my coworkers that I love so much. Like they are some of my the greatest friends. Um, and I hope that we continue to stay in touch because I know how when you're not around each other all the time, that starts like fade away, but I know we'll run into each other. And so it's not a goodbye. It's a see you later. Um, but I love my customers just as much. And so when I started that decision, it was very hard. It wasn't easy. Like my husband literally thought I was crazy. And so I haven't shared this on social media. I just spilled the tea in an email last week to my VIP. So if you want to become one of them on there, please click the link and sign up for that because all the juice about offers that I have, um, which are coming to be like a mastermind that's coming up that I'm planning and dreaming up, which is fun. And um, just all the deets. Like I, I, I serve them so well because they've been with me since day one. It is amazing. Um, and so I don't know, I keep thinking back, like, why haven't I, like, it's been on my mind to post it or to even just like share it in a story and then follow up with like a post, like on my page on Instagram, but I just haven't done it yet. And so 
I reflect. I'm reflecting in that in real time with you. I'm thinking, what am I afraid of? Like, am I afraid that others won't understand my decision? Do I even care what others think? No, not really. Since those that love and support me have accepted it, yes, it took some a little more time and others, they were like, I totally see this, you will succeed. And my mentors and you know, some of my even like mentors that they don't even know my mentors that I've talked to about this, they're like, Dawn, what's the worst thing that, that can happen? You get another job. It's not that you're never gonna be employable ever again. And so that built my confidence as I leaned into my intuition knowing this deep desire because every time I'd tell somebody or had to make a big announcement or share it with somebody that asked me like, hey, I hear you're doing something new, I gained more confidence and I gained more clarity on my desire because I kept thinking, because sometimes it was scary. I'd be like, question myself, am I really doing the right thing? Should I like go back to my leader and beg him for my job back? Like, hey, was it too late? And then no, like instantly I would reassure myself because my gut would tell me, you have to try this. You, I, you just know with a benefit of a doubt that there is something big here. There is something meant for you. And so it's whether, so it's not even something, and this is the hard part because it's not logical. And my husband has a real tough time with this because yes, I'm walking away from, like I said, what some might feel as everything. Like, why isn't she satisfied with this? I'm not satisfied because I know there's more out there. So even though I'm giving up amazing benefits, like beyond amazing benefits, a really great salary, stability, I know there's something else. Like I just, like as much as I want consistency, I love spontaneity. And being an entrepreneur can do that for me. Like I can evolve as a business owner. So yes, right now I am a life coach, wellness coach, health coach, whatever you want to call it. To me, I love saying wellness because it's everything. It is our life and our health all together. And that's what I get to help women transform and give them that transformation and see it unfold before my very eyes in them as I develop them into what they're meant to be, into those desires that they feel are so deep, but they can't quite put their finger on it. Because sometimes we think, oh, it's just because we want to feel amazing in our skin, or we really want to lose the weight. When honestly, it ends up boiling down nine times out of 10. It's because we want to be happy. We want to live in our joy. And as moms, and I hate to say middle age, because then I mean, we're only to 60. But I mean, like this, like 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe even a little bit into our 50s. I think we like wake up as our kids are like getting older and we're not in that survival, like just keep like going. It's the, we get a little more time to ourselves as our kids get a little more independent or they're at school more or whatever it is. And we start to think, where did I go? Like, what do I even want anymore? Because we've been an autopilot, right? Like we are just surviving. We just keep pushing through because we have to, because our family depends on it, because everybody around us depends on us to keep moving. But when we take that break, and think, what do I even like to do for hobbies? Because have you noticed as we evolve? Yes, I picked up a hobby when I had my first kid to um, run. And that was kind of my outlet to myself. Like I had more time to reflect and think and shut my brain down and just like be with myself and know that inner accomplishment of no matter if I had a PR in any of my half marathons or even just a weekend run, whatever it was. I knew I did that. It was that self-accomplishment. And so whatever that is for you, 
Sorry, now you're probably going to hear the dog bark. Whatever that is for you, I want you to lean in. So I'm sharing my news as I want to share it with you, but I also am telling you this because I want to inspire you. I want you to dig into that deep intuition and use that as your guide to that next step. Even if it's a baby step of picking up a book or listening to this podcast and sharing it or talking to a friend or finding a mentor or just finding those good relationships that your soul needs to be happy, to live in that joy, to take risks and learn from them because it is magical. And yes, I don't know that this is all going to work out. Like, honestly, I've had so many opportunities come to me since I put it out to the universe of, I am betting on myself. I am stepping away from stability to bet on myself. And I am welcoming anything that comes to me. So that means I don't have where, oh, I have to have 10 one-on-one clients this month. Or I have to create this mastermind program. Or, 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 all these ors. It's, I'm opening myself up to whatever opportunities are meant for me. And even if they fail, they were still meant for me. There's something that I can learn from them. There's something that I can refine and dig deeper to know more about myself, to know more about what I really want. And yes, if it all fails, it's fine. I can find other opportunities because some of them have ever already presented themselves to me. Like, I'm not completely lost my mind and went crazy. I am taking on a part-time job of something that I feel I already have the skills to do so I don't have to pour in so much energy into learning how to do these tasks. Yes, I have to learn the team and I have to learn how they work, but it's something so flexible I get to do from home and on a part-time basis as I'm building this business, as I'm getting more clients, and as I'm building more opportunities and offers. So, Again, as I wrap this up, because no, I just did this off the cuff. I don't have like a complete outline. It was just calling to me so much to share how important our intuition is our guide. We just have to listen to her. That's a wrap for today. I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. And I would be forever grateful if you would leave a five-star rating and a review on your podcast app. By showing your love for Beyond the Plate, this helps get the show into so many more hands of others that could also be benefiting from what we're chatting about around here. So until next week, my friend, keep being authentically you.